Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Warning! Contains strong language and adult themes throughout. I'm Crystal Rasmussen. And I'm Candy Warhol. And you're listening to Dragon Ants, the podcast. Welcome to this week's show. But before we kick off with our hot topic for the week, um, Candy, what have you been doing? Um, I've had such a good weekend, Crystal. As you know, as everybody knows, I was finally unmasked on The Mass Singer this weekend. Oh. Um, I can now say it was me. I was the singing salamander. And um, it's just been a wild, it's just been a wild ride, to be honest. Um, I know you were there guessing every week everybody was guessing you know oh it's Liza you know it's Patti yeah. LaBelle but you know mm. we just have those same you know tones raspy, overtones those yeah. yeah raspy but frantic kind of like tones and stuff but um I was Again, the yeah am I wrong in thinking there was also a romance there too there, for you there was a romance public with? yeah um well I guess I am now girl um Myself and uh, one of the winners, uh, the winners, obviously, uh, Kids Bop, um, which, again, you know, nobody saw coming, you know. Um, so I started a little romance with, um, with little Matthew and uh, it's going well. Yeah. So it's just just a wild, uh, a wild few weeks. Uh, huge success for me all around, which I know uh, was hard for you. But uh, were you able to look past that? Did you get up to anything this weekend? As you know, it's been my favorite week of the year, which is actually British Sandwich Week. Mm. And, um, and you know, I have been all over the place, all around the country. I have been, you know, with my with my sandwich sister, Tulisa Konstapoulos. Um, mm. And I have been, we've been at sandwich eating contests, sandwich judging contests. You know, we did a bit for Greg's, you know, Greg's... Mm. Um, sandwiches you know they're launching a new crystal times to lisa it's kind of got this white powder in the middle it's really good we've been really trying to perfect this sandwich for british sandwich week and we're happy to say that you know i think after today after the show i'm gonna do a few a few tests i think mm. we're mm. gonna have done it so you know it has been frankly candy a successful week for me i'm so excited to come here and get on with the show and just you know mm. bask in our joint glory you know some might mm. say yours has been you know a slightly less thoughtful week than mine but you know mm. each mm. to their own i say mm. so let's get on with the show girl without oh. further ado what are we talking about to today Christophe? today we are talking about my favorite topic well my second favorite topic after you know how to organize a spice rack you know today we are talking dating. Before we dive, you know, right in, I think it's time for our favorite section of the week, which is Candy and Crystal's Concern of the Week. Listen up, you're about to learn Candy and Crystal's Concerns. 
I am going through it, girl. Okay. You know, I never thought I would say it again, but you know, I'm in love. I recently found, you know, the man of my dreams, David Guest. It's now or never for me. And I'm, you know, I'm not letting go. You know, we've been dating for like eight days and I, I was going to ask him to marry me. I know it's crazy, but you know, I think he'll go for it. Like, how do you think I should do it? Like, how do you propose to David Guest? Crystal, uh, uh, I, I don't want to have to be the person that tells you this, but David's dead. David's David's dead. David. David's, David's dead. dead. David's dead. You're kidding me. David's dead. David's what? dead. David. I think I I'm lost for words. I uh, I can only think of one thing. Um, Ophelia is a trained medium. Maybe we can break up with David now. I mean, I, I just don't want to see you suffer anymore. Yeah, I just. Are you up for this? I know. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm up for anything when it comes to me and David. So let's try. Um. Okay. Take my hand, Ophelia. Don't touch our hands, but just sit there. David, David, if you're there, give us a sign. I want you to rub your toupee on Crystal's face. Oh, it's so soft. Okay, David's um. in the David's in the room, Crystal. Okay, David. David, I'm with Crystal. And she has something to say. David. David. Is it true, David? Are you gone? He's gone. He's gone. He's moved on, Crystal. He's he's left. He's left you. I'm so sorry. He's gone. Wow, this has been a colossal blow to both my heart and my ego. Um, and I think the best course of action here is to just move on with the show. You can leave the room now, Ophelia, please. Don't make yeah, things worse. Smells like onion today. What is that? I thought that was you. So it is my distinct pleasure to welcome our next guest. Um, he is what many might call a the face of the 21st century polymath. He is um, an entertainment news presenter for BET. Um, he is an incredible stylist and uber, uber fashionable. And he is an art director. And of course, he is my personal life coach. Please Please give a warm hand to Darkwa Chie Darkwa. Hey. Hi. How are, How are you? you? We're good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, Listen, she's, she's beauty and she's grace today. Are you glowing? Is there something you need to tell us? Or is that a product? I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I got up at like five and I was like, what am I going to wear for this? Mm. <laughs> I'm stunning. I I like, you're also wearing now just kind of like an open dressing gown. Which yes, is like a full <laughs> robe and a full face, and exactly. it's not even two p.m. yet. Oh, yeah. and you like you know you layer you. I imagine I do this too. Like you put on like a hundred layers, and you're like, mm, I'll take one thing off, and then you take the whole thing off, and it's like, well, for me, I'm like, I'm in a black t-shirt and shorts. Very bad. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I mean, I'm robe. in a gown. Yeah, I'm I'm wearing a a navy velvet thong and a silk robe. 
Stunning. Okay, that is cheek. That is very, cheek. very Rose and Titanic. I think. Well, when I spoke to you last week, you were wearing a thong. Do you only wear thongs? I pretty much only wear thongs daily now. Great. Why that. not? I love that. Why not? And a velvet thong, I love, you know, sort of like um, all-round sensual experience, you know. Oh, taste. Yeah. Uh, taste. <laughs> I was touch and feel. Taste. <gasps> okay, so, um, Darko, I know you have a bit of a dilemma for us. So I'm very direct when it comes to communicating with people. Um, but I find that they're not always the same with me. Um, so how do I get people that I want to date to communicate more directly with me? You know, for me, for example, I like roundabout questioning when it comes to like foreplay and like getting into sex or like, you know, I like that. What What is it? What is it that you don't like? And, you know, I, I think the thing that I don't like is. Uh, I don't know. It just, see, I, I don't know how to I think it's maybe because I feel like I don't know how to read people mm-hmm. like their body language all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like all of these like little like nuances in communication, I don't really catch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why I appreciate the directness. Sure. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just like a, a text or a social media thing. This is an in-person thing too, when you're with a guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's interesting. I guess what, it, I guess almost it's like, the, we'll get, we'll get back to the directness in communication soon. But I think, I guess it's that interesting thing when often you're like somebody who, you know, maybe I'm just assuming, but, you know, similar in a way to myself, like often you're p- portrayed as like, you know, the strong one, the decision maker or whatever. And actually sometimes, especially in romantic settings, it would be quite nice to like, almost be taken care of for a second and almost mm-hmm. like, you know, someone think about your needs before you have to think about theirs. Like not all the time, but maybe like one out of 10 times. That would Yes, be exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Cause it just feels like no one's taking you into consideration at mm. all. Mm. That's yeah. how I feel most days with Crystal. So you've pretty much mm. just given you the advice I would want you to take. I mean, I guess, you know, what's interesting to me is sort of like, you know, I think we should go back to this idea of like, why, why you really appreciate directness. What is it? Is it because you, have you always been like that, Darkwa? Um, I love it. It's like, I'm accusing you of something. I'm really not. I, I, I actually, I'm thinking in the back of my mind this whole time, like, I need to like be more Darkwa. <laughs> I need to like, demand more respect with my time. I do. I really, yeah. uh, I, you know, I really, I do, but go on. I, yeah. I, I want to. I want to. Yeah, no, I I think it's because I think it's actually because growing up, Mm. so like I obviously um, I'm Ghanaian by origin, moved around a lot, but like I'm Ghanaian. Mm. And so very West African upbringing. Mm -hmm. And growing up in that environment, being the oldest and a boy, you're supposed to anticipate the needs of everyone straight away. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your dad gets up. And it's like, okay, cool. Like breakfast has got to be made. Like on a Saturday morning, breakfast has got to be made by Mm. this time. And you're like, kind of like anticipating all that stuff all the time. So I think I kind of grew up guessing what people would need before Mm. they needed it. Um, And it kind of shows, actually, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking to myself, like whenever someone's looking for something, if they're in my house, Mm. um, I like will anticipate what it is they might be looking for. So I always have like two lighters, like sitting on the coffee table or, you know, Mm pens in like a pot on a desk somewhere that I, I can be like, okay, that's where the pen is. Need scissors to crop a top before we go out there in the uh, drawer. That kind uh, of the thing. the gaze, I love it. Um, so I think because of that, 
Mm. It's made me kind of anxious. So if I have to try and guess what someone's thinking or needing, I am on edge as opposed to relaxed. Also, like Darkla and Candy, something I know about both of you and is that like, you know, you're incredibly, you're, you know, booked and blessed and we're hard, really hard fucking working people. Right. And maybe the fact is a lot of people, this is going to sound so brutal and I'm not saying work is always <laughs> the best thing in the world, you know, capitalism does suck, but like, you know, maybe it's because we're dating these waste men who don't even have a Google calendar. Do you know what I mean? Maybe they're like, <laughs> you know, I but, fucking like, love that. Yes. You know, maybe they're just, Needs, maybe it's about who we're picking. Maybe we're picking, you know, yeah. the beanbag yeah. men of the world, and not we're not picking the movers yeah. and shakers. I'm kidding, oh, but, but like that, that that calls to question our taste, and I would like to believe that we have good taste. Well, yeah. I have good taste in a lot of things, but my dating, my dating history is is something. My dating and sexual history is something really that calls all of my taste into question. I'd say fair, mm. fair. But you know that you know it's 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 it is what it is. I think. I mean, I a lot of for me, I know, and a lot of my queer friends, um, you know, their dating histories are often a reflection of kind of like, you know, initially at least like the insecure insecurity you feel in dating as a queer person you know, cause you've kind of been told by society and like a lot of people by family and things like that, that you're yeah. kind of never going to be loved. So you're like, I'll take anything for me. At least I was like, you know, I'll, you know, I'm not going to go into it, but yeah, I'll take. <laughs> Jack, what, what I found interesting earlier, you were talking about when you were growing up in this kind of culture of, you know, the men always having to, mm -hmm. having to did you find when you moved to the UK, where, did you find British culture a shock then? Because I certainly did coming from Ireland, moving to London. I, I noticed a complete shift in, in, that, the culture of like of their directiveness did you did that clash with yours um yeah oh my god there's actually one very specific incident that I remember it was me on my first day at secondary school um I went to secondary school and made a veil mm -hmm. scream and and sorry you made a veil no, I no, in made a veil. It's a place in, <laughs> in made a veil, you idiot. It's a place in London. It's a place in London. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you just went to in a veil, and I was like, work. Oh, well, yeah. I went to school and I made a veil. Yeah, love. Uh, yeah, I was like, work, queen. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, it was my first day at secondary school, and I walked up to this guy, and I was like, "Hi, I'm Quaku," because Quaku is my first name, but I don't use that because okay, it's like, not the brand. But um, so. I was like, hi, I'm Kwaku, and held out my hand to shake his hand. And he looked at me and then kissed his teeth and turned around and walked away. Bro. Like, what? Like, people are just like, like that. Like, no one would ever, I, the way I was brought up, like, Matter. and the way that I was taught to socialize with people, that was like mm -hmm. completely different. And then when people didn't like you, it wasn't like a simple, like, okay, like, we're not going to hang out. Like, there was all of this frenemy stuff. Like, mm. No, I don't. No, we don't have time for it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you start talking to someone, you're getting to know them, right? So you're just like listening to their story about like, you know, whatever it is that they're talking about at the time. This is this sounds like I'm like everyone's I, I do listen, I do pay attention. I love you like but like you know, they'll tell you about themselves, whatever, like that's fine. But it's actually about like in communicating things. Hey, Friday, not gonna work for me because of this, that, and the other, that doesn't happen. What happens is, oh, I'm not sure because of this and so on and so forth, mm. which is basically just keeping me like an option. Yeah. Or at least I feel that way. And that's just think, not what I'm down with. Well, I think, you know, we spend a lot of time in the modern dating world talking around, talking around the fact that like, you know, oh no, that text does not mean that. And that, you know what I mean? And actually some, I don't know, maybe, it's hard to tell because I've definitely been in situations where I'll get a text. It's like, mm, I can't do this day and I'm kind of free and that really cryptic thing. And then you're like, right, well, I'm going crazy. He doesn't like me. Obviously I've done something wrong. And then turns out it's all fine. And you, and it just turns out that that's the way he communicates. Then I've also been on dates and in text situations when someone's non-committal and it means that they're not into you. And so how mm -hmm. do you, right? Like it's, does that make sense? Like, I guess yeah, directness helps. I don't know. God. This is, I'm, dating is a mind-boggling thing to me because I've never got it right, genuinely. Yeah. Except yeah. with my first three husbands, but they're, you know, all dead now, so. So I think, like Christelle said, I think it's great to have your red tape up and to be open about what you like and what you dislike, but maybe it's just the language, you know, maybe not on a first date, coming out with it in a really, you know, to use a better okay. word, direct, yeah, abrasive word. There's a, there's, there's a way of kind of maybe more naturally saying it. This has been super, it's been super, super interesting. And I think, I think the, the biggest takeaway from it, for me at least, and I'd love to hear both of yours, is that mm -hmm. actually I think going into dates and dating, it is super important to have your red lines up, whatever they are, even if they're small or really big. I think first of all, it allows you to, you know, kind of weed out the people who are going to waste your time in your in what you know in your case, Darqua, and also it allows you to kind of add a layer of protection, which God knows after dating on this scene for a long time, you do need that a little bit. You need those protective mm -hmm. mechanisms a little bit to like not get in so far with someone who's going to not ever give you what you need. And I think if you know, mm -hmm. so actually, you know, usually our job here is to solve problems, but I do think actually, Darqua, you are you're like justified and it's, it's right. This directness, I think if it works for you, mm. I think it's something you should keep on keeping on with. Candy, what do you think? Um, yeah, usually at the end of the show, Dark World, we're usually like, so what have you learned today? But for me today is pretty much just reassurance that I'm not crazy for like feeling the way that I feel. And it's, I think it's totally healthy and okay to be direct and kind of speak up for yourself. And mm -hmm. I actually more than anything really hope that if there is roundabout guys listening to this, that they've realized that they are absolute wreckheads and maybe they have learned something today. What about you, Darkwa? I, um, ultimately what I've taken away from this is that I am the solution to most of my problems. Right. Mm -hmm. sure. um, 
and most of the world's problems. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, I definitely have learned that I I should keep on keeping on and not yeah. be not be mad about you know having come across an indirect Dougie or two. You know, just mm-hmm. keep on keeping on because I will find someone who does appreciate you me because you appreciate me, don't you, Candy? Yes. I do, my love. Listen, I think I think this is the start of something between us. Sorry, Crystal, I'm leaving you. It's fine. I've just got my first gig at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Carnegie Hall's canteen. Yeah, I know. I'm pre- you know just I'm glad to be in the building. Seriously, um, Arqua, <laughs> it has been a pleasure and a privilege. And I think personally, like I think you might have solved some of my problems, which is not what we promised you. But I think I'm. I'm going to put some of those red lines into into place. So thank you very much for coming on our beautiful show. You're so beautiful. It is a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming in. For having me. I'll see you at dinner, Darkwa. Yes, I'll see you at dinner, darling. All right. (laughs) Love you guys. Thank you so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Okay, so I think it is time for our third favorite segment of the podcast, and that is our listener dilemma of the day. And here we go. Dear Candy and Christelle, I went on a second date last week, and when I suggested splitting the bill, she threw her side order of hummus at me. Not only was it very embarrassing, but it ruined the shirt I bought that day at TK Maxx. I love dating, but it's so expensive. What is the correct etiquette when it comes to splitting the bill? Asks Bradley from Bristol. And let's just have a look at his photo. That is Bradley from S Club 7. Well, you know, when it comes to splitting the bill, Candy, I don't know about you, but I've never split a bill in my life. You know, I, Mm. you know, I'm all for feminism, of course, but what I'm more for is being paid for, you know, Mm. and I am a hardworking girl. Yes, of course. But, you know, when there is a gender pay gap, which there definitely is, I Mm. think the man should pay. I don't think Mm. it's feminist to... I don't think it's anti-feminist at all to say let's split the bill. It's like, actually, you're just paying for the time you get overpaid that is the same amount of time that I get paid, right? Does that make sense? Mm, so it's quite like completely. you split the bill. Now, in a, in a, in a homosexual, you know, this is heterosexual relationships, and frankly, that's all I've ever had. But Candy, I know mm. you're a homosexual. So what is it like mm. in the homosexual world? Well, I think it's all about standards, isn't it? You know, you want to be with somebody who can afford to take uh, you out for dinner and and um, and pay for everything, which is how it should be. Um, and I think standards are a huge issue uh, with Bradley. I mean, he mentioned shopping at TK Maxx. Um, so, I mean, low standards, uh, low dates, you know, is what I say. And um, you need to... You I need mean, to you know, I'm going to have to disagree with you on TK Maxx because if you mm-hmm. go in at the right time, you can get some pretty good stuff. You know, I got a really good peppermint foot, foot, peppermint foot scrub from there a few weeks ago. And, you know, my the skin on my foot has just sort of mummified and then cracked mm. off. And now I've got, you know, I've got the skin of a little baby and literally my foot has shrunk in size to the size mm. of a little baby. So, you know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to diss on TK Maxx, especially because, you know, they're a sponsor of the podcast. As well. But I think, frankly, the fact that the conversation is so boring as who is going to split the bill when it comes to, like, you know, dating and gender and feminism today, I'm pretty like, aren't there bigger issues, you know, like trans healthcare and things like that? It's like, girl, just split the bill. Don't split the bill. Whatever. I don't care, Bradley. I don't give a shit about your date. You know, get that TK Maxx shirt off. Slide into my DMs with a nude, you know, and fucking you know, pay the bill or get out. I like what, you know, Candy, I know you like to steal food from restaurants. 
I do. I do. Situation. You know, you you like that's your kink, isn't it? Mm, mm. Yeah, I just I think seeing Aladdin at a young a young age and seeing him steal that bread just you know for his little monkey just really got me off, and it's something that I try to um try to do on a daily basis. You know. Well, you know that is why your street name is Street Rat, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, Bradley, I hope that solved your problem. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. So, um, another another interesting interesting week, Crystal, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say that, you know, um, I my head's been a bit all over the place, but that's oh. because of what I'm doing tomorrow. Mm. And how is your head? You know, my head is, it's mediocre, actually, Candy. Mm. I've heard that. I've heard that about you. And that actually relates to what I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to blowjob school tomorrow. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and it's it's kind of you know it's being taught by an, a roster of important people. You know, Anne Whitcomb I know is taking mm. a seminar because um, she's known for her blowjobbing. There's a lot of people there. You know, there's the, there's a lot of different seminars you can take. You know, you can take the um, you know you can take the you know blowjob from the knees. You know, you can take mm. a deep throat class. You can take you mm. know just the tongue on the head of the penis class. You know, and I'm really looking to take a a real range of courses. I want to be an all rounder. So, you mm. know, I, you know, I'm excited to, to have my head checked tomorrow. So that's what I'm doing. What are you doing, Candy? What are you doing? For you, I mean, frankly, I wish I could be here for you uh, this weekend, but I, I, I sadly, I, um, I'm dashing off. I'm dashing off right after this. I think you can hear the, um, the chopper just landed actually just um, above the studio. Um, as we, as we spoke earlier, uh, my new EP, there's, um, I found the me and me has been released. Um, and I'm going on a mini tour. Uh, so we're dashing across the Midlands. Um, and then we're flying over to the Isle of Man on Sunday for the big farewell finale. And I'm excited. Um, you know, I have uh, kids bop with me, uh, who are, I'd say, you know, going to be absolutely party animals uh, but we also have the low hands um uh for the show and of course our sponsor uh chicken man um well that you know, is the chicken man guarantee isn't it well each chicken as good as the last one uh that is the chicken man guarantee so we're actually going to be flying to the isle of man on a inflatable chicken which i think is going to be a, a stunning sight to see myself kids bop uh the the low hands yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a hell of a hell of a weekend, I think, you know. I'm so proud of you and I think your weekend's gonna be great. So yeah, let's um I'll I'll catch you next weekend and so have much. a good time in the Isle of Man. Thank you so much. And once again, I found the me and me available now. And on that note, we will see you see you next week. Thank mm. you. Thank you. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.